0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, episode nine. You thought we were gone. I saw some really crazy stuff online about people wanting to delete the podcast because where, what, how could we possibly wait another week? But I was on vacation. And when you regularly podcast, vacation becomes a thing. When you're a rock musician, you play shows during everyone else's vacation and when you're not playing shows you're home freaking out about the next shows there is no vacation for that job it's for the truly mentally insane don't try it at home now podcasting on the other hand is a weekly it's a Display of endurance And stamina And When one is Displaying All year long One must take care too Vacation And vacation well And by vacationing well I mean take advantage Of the fact That seats on the field At Mets games are extremely Inexpensive right now So, get out there folks Have yourself a day at the ballpark Welcome to the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast The podcast that I cut from prison A lot of you heard that, a lot of you believe that A lot of you could be right I literally could have done any endless amount of Touchdowns All Day podcast from prison. Frankly, this is a great job for someone who happens to be in prison. Wonderful job. I'm not in prison now, though, just to be honest. I'm in California, which is way better than prison, I gotta say. And uh, life is good. Life is good. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy it's August. We're going to do a bunch of podcasting in August. And I'm happy to get the podcast going. This is episode 9. Episode 10, which is the next one, those of you math geeks at home is going to be a bit of a celebration somehow. We haven't figured out how to do it still to this day, but we've discussed it many times. So it's going to be great. It's the 10th episode. We're we're quality organization here at the Touchdowns all day with John Barber podcast myself, Rich Steele, Crunk Mike, and, of course, the Osiris Podcast Network. For those of you who are still finishing the Osiris Podcast Network questionnaire, I applaud you for your endurance and stamina. That was more questions than I'd like to ever answer. And So, moving on. Use the hashtag touchdowns all day and speak with us online on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Doggy, which apparently Facebook is renaming the same the, their site to Facebook Doggy to just be a little you know softer around the edges. You can subscribe to our podcast on the iHeartRadio Radio Podcast Network, which by the way is the number one podcast network on planet Earth. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on Spotify or on Apple and we do have a lot of subscribers on all those networks and I'd like to say hello to everyone and thank you for tuning in. We love you and this is our show. So special thanks to everybody also who is at Camp Bisco and hung out in the heat you know we do that festival at a water park for a reason this year, was water park clutch? It was water park extra. It was water park squared. It was literally the greatest day at a water park because it was so hot, so absolutely hot. Let me say another huge thanks to Live Nation and Scranton, which go together like Batman and Robin. Boy, did they throw a good party! I enjoyed it. It was super hot though and the Biscuits played a bunch of shows in a lot of different set list positions and we got the afternoon heat we got the late night cool breeze we got the full lights we got in between the big acts on Saturday we we just we got to play all these great spots band played great all weekend there was one point in time during the show and we're obviously going to do on the podcast here we're going to do a Camp Bisco wrap up of the best jams from campus, maybe one or two episodes on it And I'm, I'm hoping, you know how I For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time I don't choose the jams that I'm about to listen to Rich Steele chooses the jams I don't listen to them in advance Of doing it right here on the show with y'all So I'm not gonna really say We gotta do this jam or that jam I'm gonna leave, maybe you guys can do that um, And Rich obviously has been doing that But I I try and stay out of that I just comment on them when they're on the shelf. So, there was a jam where Alan was playing some very crazy and different stuff. And uh, I think it was the first jam on Saturday or Friday. I don't remember which jam it was exactly, but it was in the afternoon. It was a daytime set. And in the daytime set, while I'm playing, I can see all the people on the grassy knoll... And I can watch them do the hooping and I can see them run around. And I can see them react to what I'm playing on guitar. And it's kind of this weird, interesting social experiment for me. Cause I get to look out and then play some notes and then see how everybody reacts and then play some notes and see how everybody reacts. And I don't think they know I'm looking at them because they're so far away. I can't really see much. I can just see what they're doing generally. And you know, I can count them if I want to. Um, but you know, I play a little music see if they get funkier or stuff like that. And Alan starts playing all this really crazy interesting stuff. Just like he did this really long break out of nowhere and then he brings in this this computer kick drum and just starts hitting samples and then he just then it's all kick drum and I'm just like, "Wow, Alan is improvising on some stuff. He's on some level I haven't heard." And I turn around To see like I'll Just look at him and smile and be like Dude this is crazy cool And when I turn around there's a big Silver bucket Attached to his face And it's literally so hot That he can't play Without vomiting Um, I don't know if I'm Am I not allowed to tell that story? Did I just fuck up? Sorry Alan Cat's out of the bag bro Uh, We don't edit Touchdowns All Day podcasts, So I'm gonna have to Leave that story in Let's not get too into Campisco. Today's show, we have some of the big May Red Rocks weekend jams to cover We are going to do May 23rd and May 24th We're going to pick a few shows From the Ogden Theater warm-up shows for Red Rocks And of those shows, we got a We have a Dribble, a Vasilios, we have a Spacebird We have a Shemra. Apparently, Shamra Boo has a catchphrase. Shamra Boo is apparently, quote unquote, the best jam vehicle of the last few years. Now, it's a little long for a catchphrase, but you know, it could be shortened. It could be, you, sometimes, shortening a catchphrase is the best thing that you can do for a catchphrase. You know, this is true. We've all known this. One of the great catchphrases in the world is Sprite's Obey Your Thirst. Uh, it's literally one of the best in the world because Obey Your Thirst just really charges me up to have a Sprite and doesn't make me feel any kind of strange subconscious manipulation that they're trying to do. The thing to remember is the original catchphrase for Sprite was Obey Your Thirst and Murder Your Cat. And when they were in the... You know, the boardroom, and they were like, yeah, I don't know if this is a great catchphrase. I think somebody was like, well, let's pull off the and murder part and just stick with obey your thirst. And then everybody else in the boardroom was like, wow, that's wonderful. I love that. I love that idea. So great. People will definitely drink more Sprite after they are being told to obey thirst, which is like basically the lowest of things in your Body that you need to obey. I mean, honestly, policemen it's definitely higher. Um, you know, fast-moving vehicles is not quite as bad though as the oh yeah that the Kool Aid man used to do. Remember that one? The Kool Aid man would, like break through the wall and be like oh yeah. It's like who thought of that? <laughs> who thought of that stupid catchphrase? I thought, I thought it'd be funny If his catchphrase was like It's not big But it's not small Which I don't know why that Kool-Aid man Like he's kind of big he's small Really the Kool-Aid man should be purchased by Home Depot And then He should break into your house And like crash the whole wall down And then be like Now you gotta go to Home Depot And fix your shit That's a great That's the. The, that would be a great use for the Kool-Aid, man. it would be a fun set of commercials. But uh, that's not what we do here on the Touchdowns All Day podcast. We don't give away free commercial ideas, except for occasionally when they're really, really good. But what we do have a chance to do on the Touchdowns All Day podcast is give away some tickets. So we're going to do a ticket giveaway. Our... Um, Special sponsor for this episode is Live Nation. Live Nation's doing the first official full show ad buyout, which means we don't need to talk about anybody else on the show. We just talk about how great Live Nation is. And we also get to give away tickets for all the Live Nation shows, particularly at the Fillmore. So I'll give you guys an example of shows that... You can win tickets for, on September 4th, is a Snarky Puppy show at the Fillmore. And that is going to be a great show. I'm sure there's a lot of Snarky Puppy fans out there. I would go to that show if I ended up in Philadelphia on September 4th, for sure. You could also win tickets to Vita Blue, starring Paige McConnell, Teal Burbridge, and Russell Batiste Jr., That's legit right there. So we're now giving away tickets to those on this podcast, which I think is just awesome. So thank you to Live Nation, which is not the first time I've said that, ironically. Let me tell you guys a little story. This is my Live Nation buyout ad right here. It's just this story because you guys know who they are. You buy tickets from them all the time, right? So just the ad is go to the Fillmore in Philadelphia and see some of these bands and I'll list them all later. But let me tell this story first. So, a couple years ago, the band was in total disarray. And we got a phone call from the people who were throwing Campisco on a Hells Angels biker ranch in a lake town in upstate New York. It was a relationship that had worked quite well for a couple of years, but it was always teetering. Every year, it was question marks. Could they get it done again? Could they do another one? Would the town. Put up with them with the bikers managed to pull it out one more time and we were getting phone calls this one particular fall and all of them were negative every single thing that everybody said was negative but nobody would give up hope because we would pulled it out of thin air so many times before it was just why would you give up hope of course we're gonna do it we've done it a million times we're the best at this we're working Everybody thinks it's going to happen. Another week goes by. Another week goes by. Another week goes by. Everybody thinks it's going to happen, but it ain't happening. Another week goes by. Another week goes by. There's court cases. There's people meeting with town chancellors. There's these the kind of meetings where the British guys have to put on wigs to talk to you. All sorts of crazy stuff. Festival never happened. Finally, our little group wises up and decide that we're getting the string along. Classic move where... You don't say no, but you don't say yes. It's the kind of stuff that uh, uh, princesses use when they're being courted and they have no intention or something like that. It was that kind of game. So once we determined we had the string along, we then had to convince everybody else that the string along was happening, and that was almost impossible. And then it took four or five more weeks of no more campisca. So finally, with seven or eight weeks till when the show was supposed to be, we finally got the meeting with the town and we finally got a pretty close to no. It was still a string along, but it was pretty much a no. No more Campisco and festival. Move on with your life type of vibe. So we called Jeff Gordon and Live Nation and we told them, this is our festival It's a madhouse It's the craziest festival in the East Coast It's the best festival in the East Coast We have to throw it in seven weeks And we have nowhere to put it We haven't booked enough acts We no longer have any financing for it We literally got kicked out of our home We don't have a really functioning band To put it together And Would you guys like to help? And Jeff Gordon on the phone smelling the blood in the water, like sensing the weakness in our organization and just his ability to just run ramshot over the top of us if he wanted to. Says on the phone, sure, I'll do it. I'll do it. We'll get it done. Give me one week. So he hangs up the phone. We were talking to each other. We're like, sure, I'll do it. What does that mean? Are we going to get the string along from Jeff? Because we don't have time for that. And a couple days later, not even a full week later, Jeff and Live Nation puts deal on our table, which has no blood in the water numbers on it. It's a real deal. It's a normal deal. Which I was blown away by because in the music business, people do negotiate each other all the time. And people, you know, take advantage of other people when they aren't you know when people are panicking other people put weird deals on the table to see if they'll take them it happens every day in the music business everybody does it it's not even a thing it's just what it is you know somebody calls you up and it's like oh my god i absolutely 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 want to open your show on new year's are you going to give them a full offer for that phone call no you're going to be like okay we'll pay you ten dollars do you still really 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 want to open for us on new year's and a lot of times people say yes and then you just book them for $10 and you can just kind of do the brush your shoulder off thing or drop a a mic on the ground or whatever you want to do, right? Because it's business and that's how the game is played. And everybody does it. There's no hard feelings. It is what it is. So I expected Live Nation to roll the Disco Biscuits and Campisco into a little package and pay us $10 to do the festival and that's not what they did it's not what they did it was a straight up normal let's do this this is legit this is what you know it was just a real it was a real family type of deal and it really makes me warm and fuzzy just to think about the fact that we then put the thing on sale within the first week and then six weeks later we were selling over 10,000 and Moving up towards 15,000 and we weren't even, it was, we still had a little bit of time. And so the whole organization got behind the band and it was done in such a positive way. And I think that, uh, that story deserves to be told because it's a real unsung hero situation about the time the Live Nation saved Camp Bisco. True story. That being said, I'm talking too much. I'm going to drop the theme song and let's get into the show. Welcome to Touch Sounds All Day. We're mass communicate. That's right, folks. We're back. Touchdowns All Day with John Barber Podcast. Use the hashtag Touchdowns All Day. Our Twitter account is actually at TDADBaby. One word. And just use Touchdowns All Day, and you'll get there. Touchdowns All Day is part of the Osiris Podcast Network. Check out osirispod.com. To get all the Osiris podcasts, including Under the Scales, the podcast by the legend himself, Tom Marshall. His jam band podcast shines a guiding light for all of us to follow in the podcast world. I'd like to, uh... I'd like to say congratulations to Kayla O'Kelly. She won our last ticket giveaway, and... Let me tell you, she got hooked up. So she already had tickets to Campisco. Of course, silly of me to think I could give away tickets to Campisco to a group of Disco Whiskey fans. How dumb. Anyways, what she asked for was a an upgrade to the CID VIP package. So anyways, CID is, uh, the company is called Consider It Dan, which was a name that my lighting uh, designer Johnny R. Good came up with because Dan Berkowitz started the company. If you need stuff done, consider it Dan. I guess that was it right there. So then they shortened it to CID because no one can spell the word consider. And then they basically are running this amazingly wonderful VIP experience. And the food's great. And the views of the stage are good. There's just so many great things about it. And Dan does it all for... It's not just for Biscuits. It's literally for like in arenas with country acts and stuff like that. Like Dan does some major, major, major stuff. And his company's great. And, and a lot of people that work at that spot. And a lot of them are great friends. It's really cool to see them all band together and do something really cool. Kayla already had tickets. She asked for the upgrade. I asked Dan what he thought of that. And Dan was like, of course... Let's do it. And so I'd like to thank CID for helping the Touchdowns All Day podcast by upgrading our person because we did a dumb thing. We made a ticket giveaway to a show where everybody already had tickets. And I'm really sorry for that, folks. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And if it wasn't for Dan, we would have lost Every All the credibility of this podcast in one bad ticket giveaway contest. And to make it up to you all, we're going to do another ticket giveaway contest that I promise you, it will be better. This one will be better. What we want you to do is we want you to tweet at us, hashtag touchdowns all day. And we want you to pick a show at the Fillmore or the Foundry, which I'm pretty sure is almost the same building in Philadelphia. This is a heavy Philadelphia, Richmond, New York type of contest. We want you to tell us which band that's playing there in the next, let's say, you know, two, three months you want to see. And let me just run you through the options that you have real quick. You have September 4th, Snarky Puppy. You have September 20th, Vita Blue with O'Teal. You have September 27th, Brittany Howard of the Alabama Shakes. October 6th is White Denim. October 9th is Old Friends Perpetual Groove. October 12th is More Old Friends Thievery Corporation. October 30th is fellow podcaster Andy Frasco in the UN. And November's 1st and 2nd is Humphreys McGee, who uh, obviously is coming off a huge and epic Campisco set. Time to go sell out the film work, boys. It's going to be great. So, if you want to go to any of those shows, participate in our Touchdowns All Day ticket giveaway contest. Hashtag Touchdowns All Day. The show you want to see, and give us a catchphrase for the Touchdowns All Day podcast. All right, so let's dig into the show. I'm, I'm, I'm talking a lot. It is is 1.29 in the morning. We have a show to do. So here's the show today. We're going to talk about the Ogden Theater. Five twenty three. Five twenty four. Apparently, these gems are great. I haven't heard anything yet, but let's just jump right into it. Let's start with this 523 Dribble Vasilios. Sickest baseline ever I don't know How Alan and Mark Come up with this stuff But I don't know Like There it is soft spot for the shoulder shoulder flex in the world beats. I think it's hard to do this kind of jam as a jam band because there's so much syncopation involved in doing this kind of thing correctly. So you can hear like me and Magna are both going into these like spacey areas because we don't want to put syncopation into the world beat that forces marking out on the change you know what i mean so you get out of the way a little bit scissor hi-hat right there it's beat is just crazy i forgot i was making a podcast for a second there Damn. Now you gotta go to Home Depot. That was awesome. I, I, that was maybe my favorite disco biscuit jam ever. Because I just love that world beat groove. And yeah, I don't know what to say about that. I did not expect. Love Celios! I'm gonna fade out of this. Um, I did not expect that at all honest with you what a what a strange weird jam you can hear how kind of uncomfortable me and Aaron are in the space like you can hear Aaron and I just building it and taking it and making it something but neither one of us want to put too much salt in the soup we're just we're just like okay how do I build this how do I keep the energy how do I you know contribute How do I say something in the jam How how Boom 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 But don't screw up What's going on in the rhythm section You know what I mean don't pull them out of it Don't make them chase you To something That's not going to be Because whatever they chase you to isn't, Ain't going to be that good It's not going to be as cool as that shit That's for sure Alright let's hear the next jam This. Who are these guys? They're playing on fours. They're making... This is too well organized for the biscuits. I don't know what what this is. This is space bird into voices. But I, this jam, this synth guitar jam... It's always a it's always a curious thing on stage when the jams are very well organized it's almost like why is what's wrong but generally in this situation i think it's just everybody had the same focus My guess on this jam would be it's a Hope Jam. I would be guessing we'd be coming out of Hope, refusing to let it go, or somehow going into the chorus at the end, like as if we put a jam after the Hope Fugue, but before the end chorus in that that weird do-do-do-do-do-do-do part. It kind of sounds like that to me. But that's not what we're doing at all, according to the notes here. So I am at this point fooled. I'm fooled by this band, I'm fooled by this jam, I don't know who these people are. The streets have no name That's what that one is That's a U2's quote And I guess it Kind of feeds right into this vibe Because Kind of sounds like we're playing Like a a brisk U2 The guitar lines are very Right out of the edges playbook And you know I also realized while that melody Was being played that You know because I was kind of Trying to guess what it was I'm sure you all did And uh, it reminded me of that lyric, the Christmas song, where he goes, There'll be lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh, whatever. What's the one with lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh? So apparently, you two, Streets Have No Name, and the Christmas song about the sleigh, which I I know doesn't really narrow it down for those of you non-Christians out there. It might be like, God, every single song is about a sleigh, dude. Pretty much. And now we know it's on the list. voice is insane a couple quotes in there who was that band section of jam no idea what band that was at one point super crazy super surprising love to hear it there's a you know there's a raging debate as to whether or not that was a christmas song or a u2 song and at the same time you know speaking of sleighs that jam slate. No, I'm just kidding. Speaking of sleighs, I just want everyone to know, just on an educational point, uh, in the news, Frankie Zapata apparently stood on a hoverboard, which is uh, just a it's like a square thing that has a bunch of jets in it, and flew across the English Channel. Flew across the English Channel. Standing on a small table. Just, that happened. I watched the video of it. I guess it could have been fake. You never know nowadays. But the news was like, you know, this happened and whatever. The guy flew across the English Channel standing on a small table. Like a side table. Like not even a real table. Like a, a side table, you know. A little bit bigger than the table that you get at Kirkland, but not by much. Let's try, let's check out this jam right here. From the next night at the Ogden, 524, this is Shamra Boo, the greatest jam vehicle in the world. Let's put it to the test together. Let's put it to the test together right now. Well there you have it folks The jam The climaxes With no melody I mean there there was a melody there But there was no lick There was no fusion There was no shreddiness There was no standard ABAB tran- you know, a, B melody Transfer to get you to the top of the jam There was nothing like that It was just energy And octaves And Good placement of the tasty notes at times where it really moves things along. It's amazing that we can do that kind of energy work, if you will. With so little of the traditional, you know, musical tools that people use to do that kind of energy work. I like it. I really like that, Jim. There was no real place... To jump in and say stuff because it was it was solid, it was building, it was good. This was a really interesting podcast, really great jam choices, Rich Steele. Really great, buddy. Really love it. Really sounds amazing. Um, we are going to have some announcements for episode 10. It's going to be part of why it's such a great episode. We want you all and every friend that you have that you want to share this podcast with because you should share it with your friends and they should subscribe and you should subscribe and we can all check in here together on the touchdowns all day with john Barber podcast thanks to rich Steele, thanks to crunk mike thanks to the osiris podcast network everybody out there rate and subscribe and thank you all for listening we'll see you next week for the big episode episode 10 we're finally here we mass, communicate. We're We're mass phone community phone We're mass community